Good afternoon. Welcome to Friday. Welcome to QUT News, Views and Spews. I'm Susan Hetherington and spewing with me today, we have... I'm George Carrington. Hello. Welcome back, George. Thank you. Uh, another repeat offender. <laughs> uh, we've got quite a packed little afternoon of discussion. Uh, firstly, the Home Affairs Minister, Peter Dutton, has asked for a review into police chase laws after this absolutely tragic story of the 24-year-old constable who, as we go to air, was still fighting for his life after um, being struck by a car and dragged as part of a um, teenager's supposedly um, in a, a suspected stolen car. How do we balance the need of, of catching criminals and protecting the public, do you think, George? Yeah, I don't know. Um, there definitely needs to be something better in place because I think we've seen a couple of times over car chases gone wrong and putting the police more at risk. And also oftentimes it's, you know, the the little old lady with a wheelie walker mm. or the mum with a pram or, you know. It gets all wrapped up in it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's there have been, as I understand it, that's why the, we have a police helicopter. That's mm. why police will do spiking rather than chasing. Mm. It might just be an in instinct kind of thing for the police officers. I think maybe in like the heat of the moment, someone gets away, your first instinct is to drive after them. Well, your job is to protect the the community and mm. apprehend criminals, and part of that means that you don't back off and yet yeah. you have to back off yeah. and and it's really really tough it's hard to keep them both yeah um and obviously we we feel for the family and other police officers yeah. because those people um you know, put their lives at at risk every day now talking about juggling um the rights and responsibilities of society and and fairness we're going to, to talk briefly about the Brett Kavanaugh affair, um, Donald Trump's Supreme Court no, um, nominee, and his tearful uh, testimony to his hearings today and his um, the alleged victim's also tearful testimony. Mm. Can there be any winners out of this? I Look, I don't think so. What you were saying earlier about um, sort of presumed innocence for the accused, but then also trying to believe... Um, believing the victims it, there's no way to do both and we want to look after the victims um, and sort of support them through their testimony which is obviously very difficult but you also want to keep in mind that the accused may not be guilty and you have to be fair and it, it does make it very tricky that I mean that's right it really doesn't matter mm. whether Brett Kavanaugh is appointed to the Supreme Court or not mm. at this stage because um, his reputation is ruined. Now, perhaps mm. that's deserved. We personally mm. can't know. Mm. But on the other hand, whilst our legal system is based on the idea of presumption of innocence, it's also surely about supporting mm. victims. And I can see no fair way yeah, of, of, of protecting those two things. And it's really, really problematic. Yeah, I guess you have to just decide which is more important. And I I'm thinking that the presumption of innocence will always be put above the protection of the witness. Um, yeah, I, I suspect that you're right. Mm. And in, in the end, out of this particular process, there are no winners. Mm. That even if Kavanaugh is appointed to the Supreme Court, or if he's not, mm. nobody's going to come out and go, I won this. Yeah, exactly. Um, we're, yeah. In fact, we're in fact all losers. Mm. 
Um, River Fire tomorrow night. Yes, I'm you're, excited. You're going to be down there. I love River Fire. Me too. <laughs> I, I, it's actually, I know it's wrong. I feel environmentally it's really wrong to spend that much money um, burning things up in the atmosphere. Possibly. Yes. However, mm. <laughs> uh, I will be a front row cheerer yeah. <laughs> as well. The concern is, however, that I may not be able to get home. Mm. Now, when you live in walking distance from South Bank, as I do, that's not such a big issue. Mm. This time it's falling on a long weekend and the promised extra train services for the long weekend uh, may not eventuate because a lot of the train drivers are apparently sick. Are sick? I thought that was striking. No, no, they've called in absent. Oh. Um, and the Fair Work Commission that is saying that it's an unprotected industrial action. Mm-hmm. And and so we're now caught in this right. this um, moment in time where uh, is this just the great Australian tradition of the long weekend mm. sicky, yeah, right. <laughs> or are yeah. they actually making an industrial point, yeah. or what? And at the end, as always, mm. um, train commuters and people who love river fire mm. are likely to be left stranded with really long, long delays. Yeah, and that's no good. And then because I'm sure the roads will be busy as well. So Very there's got to be parking. some other option. Yeah, no parking. Yeah. Uh, look, I hope, well, I don't hope that anyone is sick, mm. but <laughs> that it would be wrong of me to say that I hope that they're sick. Yeah. But you would like to think that this is genuine because mm. it's, it's not fair no. to use mums and dads and small kids and um, families mm. and, and people wanting to have celebrate a nice night yeah. um, as pawns in some kind of industrial game. Yeah. It's happened for time immemorial because unless you um, use the public, you tend to get nowhere. But anyway, Mm. now um, I I should have said instead of hello at the start of this broadcast, I should have said bulla to you (laughs) while I still can. Uh, Fight out of Florida of all places where a businessman has um, trademarked the word bulla which has the Fijian government shocked and outraged because they say it is a blatant case of heritage hacking and they have taken it to the International uh, Trademark Tribunal or whatever we might call it, mm. saying that that is our heritage, that is our word, you mm. cannot trademark it. Um, how would we feel if somebody tried to trademark G'day? Yeah, well, as you were saying that, I was just thinking like Buller seems to be it's more than just a hello for Fiji. Like it's really is sort of their like tourism sort of symbol. Like I It clearly has some kind of cultural significance. Like I don't know any Fijian, but I know Bula. And I think a lot of other people would know that Bula means hello in Fijian. And so, and the same as G'day is an Australian word. Like it is very special to Australians. So in that way. And and when you, when you hear any American on a bad it film trying wrong. to do yeah. G'day. <laughs> it's tragic. Yeah. So I can I can see that sort of side Yeah, of it. it's interesting, isn't mm. it? Because it's people have tried to trademark colours. They've tried to, you know, well, how can you own mm. a colour? Uh, how well, can like you the Cadbury purple. They yeah, colour. they do. Mm. <laughs> I like that colour, actually. It's quite regal. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's really difficult. Mm. But I think... Um, in the context of a Fijian restaurant mm. owning the name Bulla, that's kind of problematic mm. yeah. to me. And I can see why the Fijians are upset. We will watch this space. Yeah. 
I'm wondering in this case if any publicity really is good publicity. I suspect not. I think that <laughs> Fijians <laughs> might not um, want to uh, frequent that restaurant, but maybe they can cook better Fijian food yeah, at home anyway. <laughs> so um, a, a nice thought to send us off onto the weekend, confirming what every English person has ever thought uh, about Australia, <laughs> is that they have discovered 37 new species of Spiders Ooh. just at the um, Kalula coast, so that is Truly just terrifying. just north of here. The littlest one is one point one four millimeters, and proving that scientists actually do have a sense of humour, mm. they've called this little one Beelzebub after the <laughs> god of darkness. <laughs> dingy, dingy, tiny little See what I read? Tiny. They were like, "Oh, don't worry, they're just small ones." But I think the small ones, yeah, the big ones you can see coming, yeah. Don't you? Uh, apparently they're gorgeous things. Mm. They're not even remotely um, dangerous. Mr. White says there's a gorgeous bright green crab spider. And when they found it, they were pretty happy. <laughs> oh, good <laughs> for them. pretty happy when I find a gin and tonic. <laughs> <laughs> or some of that purple Cadbury yeah. chocolate. But each to Better their keep own. the spiders over there. <laughs> yeah. Look, uh, it's like snakes. I know that they're there. Mm. But I would much prefer to not see them. Yes, I would And um, good for you, scientists. Uh, We're very, very pleased for you. But next time, could you maybe just not tell us? (laughs) Because we're squinish and we would rather not know, frankly. Anyway, I think that's this week for us. Pretty good. Have a good river fire. I hope you you get home (laughs) safely. And we'll catch you and somebody else probably next week. Catch up. Bye-bye.